Hey everybody, welcome back to Six Pod, your weekly sports podcast with Jacob and Simon. Um, been a busy week around the around the various leagues. We're deep into the playoffs. Um, some interesting game sevens, which is which is always great, right, Simon? We love seeing game sevens. Um, so yeah, we got lots to talk about today. Simon, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. A um, lot of a uh, lot of things you got to kind of keep your 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 mind on with like as you said a lot of uh playoff happening a lot of action um in all of the sports so yeah it's been a it's been a good week it's been a busy week and it's been a, a pretty emotional 48 hours for you jacob how are you doing i guess is the most uh, important question with the nets falling short in game seven to the milwaukee bucks and i guess let's just start there um so yeah the milwaukee bucks um uh, are, are, are victorious against the the Nets in seven, despite KD doing KD things. What is your, I guess, initial reaction to a the loss and b how like how did the Nets get there? Yeah, in OT too. They're tough, tough. I- I got to be honest. I want to make excuses, Simon. I really want to make excuses, but I think there's some validation in the excuses, but I also think there were guys that just did not perform when they needed to. So who, the who day, are these guys, Jacob? Because are you referring to James Harden? Because there's, I been am some, and I'm not. There's been like, some critic. I don't like, I know you, I know, like I, I would have a hard time calling out, like Austin Matthews, for example. But let, let's call a spade a spade. So did here, Harden need to be better? Because I he think did. he did. Yeah, he 100% needed to be better. But I I don't know how much to attribute that to his injury. Because, and I know I know this happens all the time where people say, oh, yeah, he was playing injured. But they said he had a grade two hamstring strain. Okay, so he, he was hobbled, right? And, I still think he could have done. More. I he had 20 points. He had like eight assists in that game. But at the same time it felt like his presence, like that presence James Harden brings to a team is is the playmaker. He's the guy who's getting you buckets. Like he he did none of those things it seemed like. Like one of the biggest things that frustrated me about watching that fourth quarter Simon, every every single play was through Durant for the last 10 minutes of of the fourth quarter and then the whole overtime was just straight through Kevin Durant. And I acknowledge and I know that he's probably the guy you want more than anyone in the league. He's the guy you want taking those shots when it's when it's game seven. Okay. I get that. But first of all, I don't think you can expect even Kevin Durant to sustain that for the last 10, 15 minutes they played that game, right? Every single play was through Kevin Durant. It was essentially just Kevin Durant playing basketball against five guys for like 10, 15 minutes. And I don't think that's sustainable. Like, so so I got to just pause out here for a sec, Jake. Just got to, I just want to, are you now directing criticism to Steve Nash, the head coach? Because I also think there is something to be said about how he handled 
um, I would say maybe both of the workloads of Durant and Harden, but like you, you know, you're <laughs> you're looking at Durant's, you know, stats um, in in Game Seven. It's just f- unfathomable how much basketball he played and like what was being required of him. So yeah, I agree, it wasn't sustainable. But whose fault is that? Is it is it is it Nash's? So here's the thing. Like obviously the the coaches, Steve Nash, and he's it's his first year as a coach. Okay, so I'm not like expecting him to be some sort of scheming wizard when it comes to this kind of thing. Like, and when you have Kevin Durant, you do have a bit of like a a cop out. Let's say in these situations where like give Kevin the ball, right? I just don't know if I don't know if it was I don't know if it was Nash. I don't know if it was Harden. I don't know if it was like the offensive coordinator coach who was deciding how the play should be run in the last yeah. 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. But it was as good as Kevin Durant is. I don't want to see every single play go through him. That takes mm-hmm. away, first of all, once they know what's coming, it's easier to stop, even if it is Kevin Durant. For sure. You want to use someone like Joe Harris. Joe Harris was making shots here. So Joe Harris didn't really help himself out because he wasn't making the shots he needed to make. Harden had... It, he again, I talk about that presence he usually brings. None of that, none of that. And I don't know how much to attribute that to the to the to the injury, and I don't know how much to attribute that to the coaching plan or just his mindset going into this game. Was he scared point. to get more hurt? Yep, is, it's a good point. Steve Nash saying, No, James, you're injured, no shooting. Like, because I don't know, like it hardened in his in his no. best days. He's it's a good he's point. Like, it's a good point. The D, he's making yeah, yeah, plays, yeah. he's shooting threes, like, and he did none of that when it came down to it. So I was really disappointed to see that. And again, don't know how much to attribute that to the injury. I do think it was, I do think it was a factor. I don't know if you can attribute that performance in its entirety to that injury. So, well, here, here's I'm where I'm at. Here's where I'm at. Here's where I'm at with, with, with Harden and like, he didn't look like Harden and like, not like, a result of plays or like like shots not getting like knocked down it was just like him like performing right like him his ability to move um and for that reason i think it is tough to put the blame on on harden because i do i do think the injury obviously the injury significantly affected his ability to perform well what do, what do you think the Nets had? Like a 50% version of Harden? And I think that's generous. What, like how that's much generous. do you think this injury is? You think it's like 40% version of Harden? Like, So another thing I want to point out is that they never had their three their three dogs no, no, in any game, no, right? Kevin no. Durant played every game and Kevin Durant yeah. balled out. But against a Hard. team like the Bucks that you're expected to win, you're expected to win with your three stars. And they play well, just shows together. Kind of what happens with when with with injuries, right? Just like exactly, and exactly. when so. you go all in with that, I I do think it's pretty um, risk. There's a huge risk to it, and that's yep. that's what happened. Um, so yeah, and then you can't you can't plan for it though. Like Kyrie's injury, freak injury, landed on someone's foot. It happens, but it sucks. But it happens. And Harden's injury, nagging hamstring injury through you know, that last third of the season, right? It just sucks because I expected to watch the three of them ball out together and I didn't get to see them 
because I hate the Bucks, man. I can't yeah, stand yeah. the Bucks. And then so, and I know, I know, and I know, and I know you don't good. like Giannis. I don't like. But we Giannis. also have to. We have to recognize how well he performed in the Eastern in in the in the East semifinals. Jacob, thirty-one. I know. I know. Nine points line. per game. 12.9 rebounds per game, 3.6 assists per game, 57 field goal percentage. That's a that that's that's that is what you like need to outperform a team like, you know, the Nets, right? Like that that's crazy. Okay. So let me let me say something and I'm going to sound like just a blatant hater here, which I'm not. I'm just trying to tell you my views on this, okay? I would never put Giannis in my top five players in the league. No. And here's why. First of all, he's not talented in the sense that you think, again, when you think of the best players in the NBA, you think of athleticism, talent, you know, IQ, experience, things like that. Giannis has physical abilities that no one else has in the league, okay? He's so strong and fast and agile and athletic. Okay, that's how he scores. Watch him. When he scores, it's not pretty. It's just a running dunk. It's a sidestep layup. It's like a turnaround kind of hook shot. Yeah, he's using his body. He's like, and it's yeah. smart. Okay, yeah. I get it. Use your assets yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. I just, I don't think it's, I don't think he's talented. And I know, again, I'm going to sound like a hater. I know this is the argument Harden had with him and I am a Harden fanboy. And that's probably why I'm holding this so heavily, but when you look at a player like Kevin Durant, like the dude can just score and score. Steph Curry, he can just shoot, right? Even Nikola Jokic, not an athletic guy, makes plays, makes baskets. Watch, watch you on a shoot a free throw and take 13 seconds to do it, still airball it. Like, yeah. how was your yeah. how are you in the NBA yeah. Yeah. and need 15 seconds to shoot a free throw and <laughs> still bad. miss everything? But Jacob, here, 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 here. The Nets is, I, it can't even be their action because they didn't decide to get hurt. But the injuries to Harden and Kyrie really made Giannis's job very clear. Put and and I think Nash didn't really adjust. Put all your focus to KD, right? Because if yeah. you look at the Nets' supporting cast, where were they? Right? Like yeah, they, and like, they didn't perform. And I can I think you can attribute so, so that to Giannis, them getting right? no like, touches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying though is like if you're Giannis, right? It's super easy to be this. I would say he was probably the most consistent player throughout the series. He's a consistent player overall. He's always that's what I'm saying though. He's like, always so, so you're looking at it, right? Yeah. Giannis, Giannis, and I think the Bucks, as an extension, played it really perfect because just like just focus on KD, just just play hard defense against KD because the Nets and they have good defenders, man. They got that's PJ Tucker, yeah. Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Giannis, Brooke Lopez. Every yeah, guy Lopez, yeah, 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 could defend, right? Yeah, for so sure. So when for you sure. have five solid defenders, all knowing who's shooting the ball, I don't know. I, I don't know. It just frustrated me a little bit, and I, like, I, I will be one of the first people to say Kevin Durant deserves to be shooting the ball when it's crunch time. And he proved that at the very end of the fourth quarter, right? Like that was ridiculous. Man, yeah. if he was, if he was one centimeter back, if he was one centimeter back, that series ours, but did you know 
I think he has like some like ridiculously sized feet. I think he's like size eighteen or set eighteen or something. KD? Yeah. Yeah, his feet look like like skateboards. Like like, like yeah, like flippers, yeah. bro. I was literally yeah. looking like you just throw him into a pool. He's winning yeah. a, at least a medal or something. He does just full flippers just on, by bro. moving his feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kicking normally. Phew. But I was also thinking, and did you know that he wears a full size shoe too big? Did you know this? I saw I saw a report or I saw an an article. I think it was from the Athletic, because that's something the Athletic would would write or find out about. Um, is that yeah? Katie likes his shoes like really, really, really like loose, and some players do for whatever reason. I don't know how they do that, but some players do. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of crazy. Imagine if if KD um had like a smaller, smaller shoe or whatever, but where just imagine, eh? Imagine he had a smaller foot. What a world. No, no, well, no, small crazy. like a shoe that like actually like like was to his like if he roared that size down, maybe that two is a three. It is that two is oh, a three. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. that's what that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Is like yeah. in that play, that that was the point. I'm sorry I didn't make that clear. Okay, I was like, that'd be crazy if he just wore a smaller size. No, 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 no. What I'm trying to say is that his feet, like it, that too, would have been a three. That's game over. Yeah. No. And so that was the that was the point that I was trying to bring up. Sorry, my bad. Um, no, no. So we'll move on from the Bucks and the Nets. Yeah, let's I don't really, talk. I got I a want lot of grief yeah. right after I'm that sorry. game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, it's like people. Sorry. It's like some people just wait for Harden to lose just just yep. to let me know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Oh, I'm yeah. sure you have the same thing with Matthews. Um, Simon, uh, I, going yeah, to the... I, yeah, okay, let's talk about... Uh, let's talk about the... 76ers and the Hawks. Yeah, the, the, man. I don't even know what to... Like, it's, a, it's like a situation, but it's also like a scene, and it's also like a, a dilemma. I don't even know what you want to call what break it down. type of situation the 76ers are. So, Jacob, yeah, run it down for what happened last night. Yeah, so game seven last night between Philadelphia and Atlanta. And, and honestly, like, both of us expected Philly to kind of walk away with this series, right? Hard. We didn't expect like, much out of the yeah, Hawks. For sure, for sure. But to the Hawks' credit, they've been playing really well. Man, they've Trae been Young. winning. Trey Young. He, okay, to be honest with you, Trey Young, he's he's been cold, but his if you look at his numbers, they're not super efficient. No, so I gotta give respect to him. He's, he's yeah, playing I think that's well. I think that's important for it. Yeah, you get, he gets the respect, right? For yeah, sure. But he's Clutch. a little inefficient. But yeah. I don't know if yeah. that holds up against the defense like Milwaukee. So we'll see there. But so yeah, like you said, we're, we're playing in Philadelphia, Game Seven, Hawks, uh, 76ers, and the the Hawks pull it out. They pull it out on the road, Game Seven, pull off the upset. Number one seed in the East is out. Simon, after the game was when more of the more exciting stuff happened. So Ben Simmons, the all-star point guard, first-team all-defense point guard for the Philadelphia 76ers. I don't know if many people know this, but Ben Simmons is incapable of shooting outside of the key. And that's not even an, an overstatement. That's like he's incapable of scoring outside of the key. He didn't take any shots, Simon, in the fourth quarter from games three to seven. Yep. He I didn't had that take stat. any shots. He didn't take any shots in the fourth quarter for four straight games. That's fantastic. You brought that up because I had that on deck. You're ready, eh? Ready to bring that up. 
Tell us the quote we got from Doc Rivers, though. So Doc Rivers, the head coach yeah, of the yeah, 76ers. Yeah. Got it right here. David, it's like you're reading my mind. It's okay. So the quote... <laughs> I don't even know if I can do it justice because of just how it was read yesterday. But the question was, can Ben Simmons be the starting point guard on a championship team? Dark Rivers. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> like he's being moved. And I I get inevitable at this point. Like Ben Simmons is being moved. Cause Joel Embiid, MVP candidate this year. Played pretty well in the playoffs. Ben Simmons is probably the issue you're looking to move at this point. And after his performance, his stock is probably at an all-time low. Because he's he's widely regarded, and this is fair, in general, as a top 20, 25 player. Okay? He's a great defensive player. He can guard one through five. But he just, he just can't score. Zero can't score and that's and that's not something and that makes it so easy for the hawks man yeah like oh yeah when you watch like you <laughs> like he's just giving up dunks yeah so like he's another just, play that happened if, if oh. you guys didn't catch the, the highlight ben oh. simmons has like a, a post move <laughs> in the fourth quarter against against uh, i forget who it was on the hawks gallinari yeah the more unathletic player so he gets past yeah. him pretty easily and he's <laughs> facing the rim the only person moving, like, he's not even, like, really close to this guy, but Trey Young, about 5'11", yeah. is moving towards him, okay? Not really that close. Moving towards him. Who was the receiver? Was it uh, receiving? Who got the pass? It was, was it Bible? Yeah. Man, so, he looked so confused. Yeah. So, Ben Simmons, with the open rim two feet away and a 5'11 defender coming his way, Decides to pass the ball up into a guy who gets fouled by, you know, two or three guys on him. Like, it's it's not a great take for someone with two big guys on him. And he goes to the free throw line, only hits one of the threes. And you're giving up two points there with that Ben Simmons. It's a dunk. It's a, not even a layup. It's a dunk. It's a slam dunk, as the saying goes. And he passes it up. And, Be- and Joel Embiid, Simon, I don't know if you have the quote on you. But Joel Embiid said after the game, I think the turning point, point, yeah, I think the turning point in the game was when we missed a dunk for one point on a free throw. Jacob, do you want want another Doc Rivers quote? Let's get another Doc Rivers quote. The question was, why did Ben Simmons not dunk on that open shot? Mm. Doc Rivers says, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, um... It was pretty perplexing. I just so when do you think Rivers and 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 uh, Simmons is playing is to Shanghai to play in the to play over in uh, in, in China? Well, we'll see. We'll see how. Do you think there's obviously he's being obviously Ben Simmons is, is being moved right? So we we you've identified that. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Are are they gonna blow this team up? I don't think or, they should blow oh, it up. Hold up, hold up. I want to two-part that for you, Jacob, if I may. Will they blow it up or should they blow it up? Like, what would you do if you are... I don't even... I forget, I forget who the GM Darryl is. Morey. So, yeah, so Daryl Morey. Morey 
was the former GM of the Rockets. So I'm pretty familiar yeah. with his yeah. work. Yeah. Um, he's not afraid to make moves, Simon. Like you look at the Chris Paul move, you look at the Russell Westbrook move, like not afraid to make moves, right? Um, I think he does something for sure, even if it's like, even if it's trading for picks. I know Philadelphia fans have been trusting the process for a long time, and I don't think they'd want to trade for picks, but I think Ben Simmons is going and they're going to just like commit to building this team around Embiid, which I think they should have done in the first place. I know you expect Ben Simmons to do a lot more, but he doesn't have it. He's no. not going to be a second, even a second option on a, on a contender. So he's got to go to a team with a bunch of shooters or something like that with a bunch of scores. So he can, he can play make, he can be a defensive rock. Like imagine here, let me throw this one. Imagine Simmons on the nets. And I know that's just adding to their, but he fits in perfectly there. Like he's a defender. They don't have a lot of defensemen, like not defensemen, a little hockey. He's not a, you know, they don't have a lot of defenders on that team. Yep. Yep. If they add someone like Simmons and they already have Kyrie, Harden, Harris, Durant shooting, sounds good to me, but I, I don't know if the Nets have much to give at this point for Simmons. Yeah, yeah. It's it's tough to see. Like this morning I watched like the replays from the game because I, I wanted to try and, and get some some distance to see if like was he as bad as I thought? And like, he was worse. Like you're just rewatching. <laughs> like I, I just can't do that anymore. Like I just couldn't fathom that like that would happen. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I feel for like 76ers fans, that's tough. And like, you know, do I think Joel Embiid gets off Scott free completely? Not really. No, I, no. I, I don't think, I don't think he was you know, the, the poster child of like, I don't think he, like, I think he could have carried it and done it himself, but he didn't, but he's it's great. tough when he's you, when you player, have a, but he's, when, he's not. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be a guy that wins a championship no, alone. No, you know what I mean? Absolutely not. And you know, you know what, Jacob, you know what? I, I, I bet where, where, wherever Kyle Lowry is right now, Probably, probably somewhere warm near yeah. a golf course. I don't know if Kyle Lowry golfs. Yeah, he does, big time. He does. Oh, like big time. He really? Oh, like huge. Oh, does like he? he? And like he? Oh, yeah. No, like for sure. Like he he is sponsored by like TaylorMade, so he can get free clubs. Um, good for him. And he plays like you know, like Michael Granger, who works for uh, Sportsnet. He's a yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's the, yeah, he plays with them and stuff. It's fun. Um, That's they cool. sh- you, you, you needed you, it's you, like you needed lot you needed Lauer, and like multiple oh, yeah, teams but, could have said that. Philly, yeah. I did you see that article too? No. What did you What um, did you see? So I saw an article from the Athletic. Yeah, yeah. It said three destinations that Lowry could have gone to. Right, the, so Lakers. Um, it was the Lakers, the Seventy Sixers. And the Heat, right? Those yep. were the three teams yep. that were looking for him. And I think all three, with maybe the exception of the Heat, just because they got absolutely like dismantled by the Bucks. I don't know. If he, I don't know if Kyle Lowry changes a sweep the other direction, right? But in a series like the 76ers just had, Kyle Lowry absolutely pulls them through that, right? 
Yeah. You see the oh, Lakers and the Suns? Oh, Even oh. like he helps them through that too, I think. Oh, so, so. come on. Like, come on. And so, so, hey, we'll see what happens. Um, I hope we re-sign him. If he's going to leave, I hope it's a sign and trade. Because I, I really hate to just have him leave. That would, that would, that would just feel like, I don't know. Jacob, I feel like feel. as we're progressing this podcast, we're getting really good at transitions from like different like segments and topics like that. And since we're talking about about Lowry, can we talk about the NBA draft tomorrow, where the Raptors have a seven point five percent chance? It's a lottery tomorrow. It's not sorry, lottery. It's my bad. apologies. My apologies. My apologies. You're okay. It's all good. Um, we know who we're drafting if we get first, Cade. Um, yeah. But so that's why my my uh, my we're head not getting went first. there. Just Understand so, so that why? we're not but why though? Why, 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 why would I you have ever just a little bit hope? Why can't I have just, just a little because bit? Because when you have that hope, Simon, it makes it much, much worse when you don't get it. Okay. I think you're wrong. Okay. We're not getting it. So next time when we have this podcast, make sure to remind me to tell you that I was right. So Jacob, here's just to put this into perspective. Saw this summer. It's fun. Okay. Yeah. In a random group of eight people, the odds are that 7.4% that two of the people in that group will have the same birthday, month, and date, not year. That's pretty high. Like, I like, you got to think about eight people. Like, 7.5% chance is. Like I'm a little hopeful. I'm gonna watch tomorrow. Don't be. I'm gonna watch Don't tomorrow night. I'm gonna Don't watch. Be. I'm gonna watch. Gonna be like, how happy? How happy will you be if the Raptors pull out with the first overall? Oh, I mean, of course I'll be happy. I would have much appreciated us tanking in a different in, draft in, in a more why in a more loaded draft because like, well, Cunningham's yeah, good. It's okay, Cade and then everybody else, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and like you look at other drafts, or even even the possibility of getting first, like I know Cade's good, but I like imagine having this two years ago and getting like Luka Doncic, or or even Zion Williamson, Lamelo Ball, like guys you know are going to make an impact. No, like, yeah, well, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, Cade, I'm... I'm sure Cade will do something. He probably will win Rookie of the Year. Yeah, in a, in, in like Toronto. Someone, in Toronto, he's not someone that you're like coming in and you're like, oh, he's going to look great in a Raptors jersey. He's going to look. I'm sure fantastic. he will. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. Like, what is this pessimistic Simon, attitude that we're having I've, here, Simon? I'm fresh uh, Jacob. I, to, off. Jacob, I you're talking to a off. Toronto Maple Leaf fan. I so, am the epitome of disappointment by Toronto sports teams. Yeah, a, you're right. A, so how have you not learned? Because hope. Keeps what's insanity? The magic what's, the, alive. what's insanity? What's insanity? Exactly. Define. Um, putting emotional availability towards the Toronto Maple Leafs. Sure. It's probably my definition of insanity. Um, another thing that's kind of fun, with obviously because we're a Toronto sports podcast, so we should probably <laughs> wind in the, the the Toronto sports part of it in this in this specific NBA talk. Well, like the Raptors are in the playoffs, so. Please forgive us, but Fred Van Vliet will be at the draft tomorrow representing 
the Raptors, which is pretty cool since he went undrafted. So that's kind of fun. Um, and he'll be the first person to greet uh, Cade when we went first overall. Obviously, Cade's not going to be there, but he's going to be. Um, do they do it like the NHL where like they'll have a cam on Cade? Because I know like, for example, last year. For the lottery? Yeah. Cause like you have like a first, they like have for a camera example, on the, yeah, yeah. The, for the first, like the projected first overall. Cause that's what the NHL does. I don't know. Cause Lafreniere. Really? Like happened. for the lottery. For, yeah. Lafreniere. Well, cause like the thing is like, you know, who's going first, you know, it's not like. But why do they need to be there? They, they don't. So well, why? It, well, it was last year. It was a little bit easier because it was the pandemic. Right. So like, it was just a, home a cam. cam. Yeah. It was just a, a weird zoom mm. thing. Mm. Um, yeah, but moving on, let's quickly talk about the Canada Team Canada basketball, which is taking place. When does that tournament start? In a week? I would say, yeah, the 28th. It's soon, it starts, yeah, it's, yeah, it I starts it's in a week. Soon, so, um, Yeah, and so the, the full 21 roster man, I think it is, is yep. Um, got released today and some, some obviously noticeable names, all of the individuals that like we would think were going to be there, obviously without, um, the, 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 you know, shy and yeah. Murray, yeah. yeah. Um, but man, like we have, we, we have a team here, like, you know, Andrew Wiggins, um, RJ Barrett, Dylan Brooks, uh, Olenek, Birch, Thompson, um, There's Col- no Boucher, right? No, he said so, no yeah. to that, unfortunately. That's tough. I think we really could have used him. Thompson, though, Thompson, Olinick, Birch. That's a pretty solid rotation, though. So yeah, man. We got Wiggins, Barrett. Like- Brandon Clark. Is Brandon Clark on that list too? Okay. Um yes, 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 he is. Oh, is he? Okay. Yes, good. he is. Sorry, my apologies. I thought he was, so just making sure. He's he's solid as well. So we got some solid dudes. Yeah, man. It'll be fun to watch them. Like, this is probably the most NBA players, even without like three of the best ones. This is probably like in my recent history, the most NBA players I can remember being on Team Canada. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like historically, sure. you think back and it's like Steve Nash. Then who? Right? So Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, I think it's fair to expect like a maybe not a medal finish, but to compete for a medal. Well, it's tough because like the winner goes to Tokyo. Yeah, no, so I'm talking about the Olympics. I think they should be able to go to Tokyo. I think I, they're going okay. To Tokyo. So those are our expectations. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. Um, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're gonna. I think I think we should. I think like hoping for a medal is. I think. Uh, well, especially with like Team USA, like like not having. So they're that. winning. Yeah, they're gonna. It's um, not even a discussion. Harden, but, Durant, like alone. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, man. I listen. I am. But yeah. Other than that, maybe France, maybe Spain, maybe throw Canada in there. I don't know. Yeah. So. Uh, cool. All right, um, Jacob. If I may. Can we finish off this this kind of brief podcast? I would say yeah, it's brief, yeah. one of our it's gonna be one of our shorter ones mm-hmm. um, with some some leaf talk, uh, of course. Um, something that's fun, which uh, 
saw a lot of jokes being made this past week is the Scotiabank Arena is hosting, is, is being like a max vaccination site, which is really cool. Um, and what they're doing, MLSE, to like increase people to get vaccinated or encourage people to get vaccinated, rather, I should say, um, they're creating like a cool fan experience um, with like the mascots and things like that. And the SBA, like you can, you can fit a ton of people in there, which is fantastic. Um, people obviously made the jokes that. Um, Who's ever called Scotiabank Arena the SBA? SBA, it's the media thing. It's it's media, Jacob. You Never wouldn't understand. Yeah, yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah, you're you shouldn't understand. But a lot of uh, people were, were 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 poking fun at that. The Scotiabank Arena is finally going to see a second round of something um, with the Leafs, and so that's that's a, that's a fair amount of damage. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's, it's, it's been a dark past couple of days. And so to finish off this podcast, I have a list in front of me with the with a list of free agents that the Leafs have. Um, obvious, so there, there's about, I think, 10 or 11, but I'm the not going to... have or the Leafs have the opportunity to sign? So they're unrestricted free agents that played for the Leafs this year, I should say. Oh, just for the Leafs. Just for the so not look, we're not looking at outside. No, dudes right not now. yet, okay. not yet, not okay. yet, not yet. Okay. And so there's like ten or eleven, um, but we only care about the ones that like are prominent. That like really could like I think I think like my criteria for the for the for the players that I want to discuss is that like being a regular player on hmm. the on the team. Like I don't care about uh, you know an AHL never scratched. Right. Yeah, I'm people that have never like I'm games played. Well, we're already locked up our best free agent. So that's all that really matters, right? <laughs> Man, listen, Spazzy, I was super Spazzy, happy, Spazza. super happy about that. Um, and I'm going to go in, uh, I'm going to go in, in the amount of games. Um, no, I'm going to go age down because I think that's fair. Jacob, I'm going to say the name. I want you to tell me, bring him back, bring him not back, and then and then provide the context or the situation or scenario that you would. Okay? Yep. So, Joe Thornton. No. Never. I never want to no. see him in a Leafs uniform again. 44 games played, 5 goals, 15 assists. Um, Not good. Not good. Especially Literally, like, struggling. irrelevant in the playoffs. Yeah. Struggling. I don't know if that... I don't know. I, 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 I want to know... And I want to move on from him because there, I really don't want to waste any time on Thornton. <laughs> I want to know if there was an agreement when Thornton signed with the Leafs that said, listen, I am going to, I need to play every game because I, I just can't understand why they didn't load manage this guy. I just can't. I, but anyways, even, even, even in a perfect scenario, even at league minimum, no, that even like at too league much. minimum, see you later, go back to San Jose, finish your career off. Please never come near this team again. Nick Foligno. Depends on the cost. It's a huge, huge, huge factor. Jacob, yeah. Want to know something interesting? There's been yeah. some there's yeah. been some there's been some reports that that has been circulating from people that I I don't would I don't can like consider like insiders but people that i i think have some validity or have some insight 
is that apparently he wants to, he could potentially stay. He's interested. He feels bad about what happened with him, like the injury and stuff and, and just how ineffective he was in the playoffs. And Columbus, who's smart, like Columbus is a smart organization. Like for, for an org, for an organization that can't keep players, they're smart. Um, and they're going in draft and rebuild mode right now. So if like, if I'm Felino, like, why am I going back to Columbus next year? If I want to win a cup now. Right. And so sign a one year, you know, $1.5 million AEV type of thing. Like, would you see that? Like, would you bring him back at maybe like that cost? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think anything that's like anything under three years, and oh, I don't, I don't under, think it's gonna be longer. I think it's only gonna be a one year thing because okay, I think yeah. it does so want as to long back. as it's like yeah. one or two years, and I, I want to say no more than three mil. Yeah, yeah, AAV. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Cool. I think that's fair. I think cool. it'd be. I think he's a guy that I'd love to see a whole year out of. And actually, yeah, and like know, not injured. Something. Like, cause yeah, he exactly. was flying. He was flying the first little bit. He he's um, an, he has a presence, and I think he's a solid top six yeah. guy. Yeah, especially if we have Tavares and playing with him, that that's solid. So. Cool. Okay. Okay. Um, Riley Nash. I don't know a lot about him, but I, I Jacob, he he's a play. mystery. He didn't play in the playoffs, so why would you keep him if you're nope. not going to nope. use him in the playoffs? Nope. I I have no, I don't know who he is. No attachment to him. No. So Frederick Anderson. No. Yeah. No. No. Especially what at his cap. Think, realistically, what do you think he's getting this year? So his cap hits five mil, okay. right? Or sorry, is it, yeah, yeah. His twenty twenty one cap hits five mil. Boston, I think he may go to Boston for uh, to either be like Back a one A one B, yeah, or something along the lines of that. I think well, that he's not even in the same league as Rask. So no, but Rask is getting old, and is Rask is old? having injury, is having a sur- a surgery, and oh, so. Yeah, he is with it with a hip, I believe, something along those lines. Um, so I, I think maybe Boston picks him up. I, I watch him just ball out with Boston. Of course, that's what that's exactly that's what what's going to happen. Yeah, um, five mil. Uh, I think he would. I think I think he's going to get a little bit more money than that. But especially in this like flat cap and his pass, like he's going to get. A, he's not you think he's take, getting more than five? I think he's going to get a little no. bit more than five. He's, he's getting. He's going to get less. He's getting really? under five. Okay, so you're going under. I'm going over. We'll see. Okay, we'll bring that to the table. Uh, yeah, we'll bring that back up. Uh, trade body. Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, Zach Bogosian. Cap cap hit one mil. Yeah, anything under one mil. Yeah. Fire me up. Come on, come on back, Bogo. You were yeah. fantastic. Honestly, anything under 1.5. Fantastic. He was fantastic. I loved him. Um he's like a less talented muzzin. Like same kind of game. 100%, but like a little a little rougher. Yeah, a little rougher. <sighs> a little um, less and, of and, a presence though. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, exactly. Still solid. Still very solid. Um so yeah, if you're getting him for one mil, hundred percent. Hyman depends Zach, on the price. Zach Hyman. I I I think I would be very surprised if he is in a Leafs uniform come October. What I think, think it. I think it completely. Then? So 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 so. I I Jacob. I think it. I think it does depend on the price but i think the more important factor here is if is the Leafs sign someone other big free agent not necessarily that it's the term that i'm worried about 
How old is he? 29. But he's had oh, a, he's 29. But he's had a ton of injuries. Uh, aside from that, like like significant knee surgery. He just got injured this past year. The injured, the injured knee that he got hurt with was the knee that he had surgery on. The way he plays his game is hard on the body. So if I'm the Leafs, I'm okay. As, and I, this breaks my heart because I love Zach Hyman. You got to let him go, right? And I, I don't know if you have to let him go. You don't have to. I don't know if you have to. You're not going to sign. You're not going to send him to a, a five-year five-year no, no, deal. No. But that's what he's going to want. This is his one opportunity to ball out, right? To make money. He, bro, his cap hits two point two five zero right now. He was on a steal of a contract. Yeah, yeah that's so, that's crazy. But so, the thing is, I don't know. You're giving me these details though, and I don't know if any other team, especially a contending team, is willing to pay a lot for a guy that's likely going to get injured. Yep, I do. I think Edmonton is going to ball out on Hyman, and I think he's going to get $5.5 million. I think he's in the $5 million range for sure. You don't think he takes a Leafs discount? Absolutely not. Why would he? I'm not saying like extreme discount. What about, here's what I think, perfect world. I think you give Hyman four, 4.5 over like two years. So $8 million overall, eight nine million overall for two years. I think that's a solid deal. Jacob, I should be a general manager. Josh Anderson, right? Who right. is who? Who is worse than Zach Hyman, right? Like that's not. I would say Josh Anderson is worse than Zach Hyman. Seven year, five point five. That's the comparable, and Hyman's going to be looking at a long term deal, seven or how, six how years. How old is Anderson? Um. Twenty-seven, so a little bit, a little He's bit. He's a little bit younger. Does he it's have tough, as much man. injury it's tough. history? I don't. Well, I, well, he did. He have he had a massive shoulder surgery, right? I, I, I'm just trying to show you the type of player that he is. I think a team's going to go in on him. They shouldn't, but they're going to. And I saw this fantastic quote. I don't know if it was. I don't even. I don't know if I heard it. I saw it. I read it. So I apologize that I'm not giving you credit. But it's like when you when you build a team like the Leafs with how you're paying your players, you have to find the next Zach Hyman. You have to, right? Like you can't, like that. You need these, 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 these. You need these great guys, like exactly. Need, uh... These and these like players that are like developed, and that's why there's so much emphasis on the Leafs development system and the, and the, and the, and the, all of these, all of these different types of things. Right. Because that's, what's most, most, that's, what's really, really important. Um, yeah. You know, I, it would be I, cool. What? If we get Kerfoot, how we played in the playoffs for all oh. season. Oh man. I'll be so sad. That's, that's the same role Hyman played. Facts. Facts. So if, 100%. if we can get that kind of Kerfoot yep. for the yep. season. Yep. Cool. No, oh, my goodness. I really hope we don't lose him in the expansion draft, which I'm going to have a preview either next episode or the episode before or, or the next episode because it's like 30 it's, it's 30 days away expansion oh, is it? yeah man the Kraken are playing next season eh? yeah fire me up 32 teams baby um the last one which i think maybe you and i will have differentiating opinions on is galchenyuk hmm 
another guy I don't know a whole lot about. Didn't see a whole lot out of, but um, I, I think he has value. And again, not not the Leafs expert here, but I think he has some value. So if you can get him, I'm gonna say anything under anything under under three million for less than three years. So two years, two and a half million a year, five million. Yeah, keep it small, keep it short. Maybe keep him. Maybe keep him as a, I think he's a top nine forward on this Leafs team. Yeah. Yeah. If you can find it to keep him, but if he's asking for more than what you want, he's not worth that. So yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree. Like pre uh like man, Gauch, you like just go on is like I'm looking at his sport track page right now and it's like Galchenyuk's had a, had a tough time staying in the league and the Leafs did right by him. And so hopefully he like, it's a good opportunity for him, right? Like playing with some really great players. And yeah, so I think, I think I'm, I'm on the same line as you. I would definitely not go longer than that. Um, And I think in this case, which is weird to say, I think the flat cap is going to help the Leafs in that regard, because it's going to offer a little bit of leverage. I don't see a contending team viewing Galchenyuk as a key part to their success and they're going to pay a ton of money on. That's not something that I'm, no. I'm seeing, but I'm, I don't know. It'll be interesting regardless. And, and yeah, so those are the free agents. Um, we'll have to do a like broader free. Oh, agent huge. I'm going to provide you. A, I'm going to provide you the Leafs. I'm like, and I think maybe which would be really cool. I want to see what they do in the expansion draft. So we'll wait till that's done. But I would like a, I want to like do like a wish list segment with you, Sherm, where like yeah. we'll do like three things that the Leafs like need, three things that the Leafs would like to do, and like um, three things that they should avoid doing. And we'll we'll do that for the Raptors as well. So yeah, I think that'd be fun. So uh, thank you so much for uh, listening to this episode of, of Six Pod. We appreciate it. Uh, We hope you have a fantastic week and we will, uh, we'll see you all or yeah, we'll, we'll see you all next week. We'll be back soon. We'll be back soon. (laughs) Cheers.